Hello and welcome to We Are Live. Pew, pew. Happy Monday, everybody. It's We Are Live. Chris Demon, Travis Terrell coming off a big week last week. A lot of guests led into a big weekend. Cardinals opening day. But you know what, Travis? It's a new week. We have a cool background in our studio. The lights have been uh, Damn it, Gardner, you won. Damn it. Gardner and I had a bet that when you were going to mention the new lights. I mean, it's a pretty big deal. I said. I didn't fall on my way into the studio this morning. I said within the first 20. Gardner said within the first 10. Gardner, you are the winner. He called it literally in the parking lot. I mean, it's a big deal. We own our own studio, and there was pretty big improvements made. I'm just the- saying, but the audience doesn't know. Well, yeah, they do. We no, they them, don't. We keep them abreast. We don't things. have to keep them abreast of anything. That's our problem. We let too much of our breast oh, are on the podcast. You're saying we're asking for it. I, I feel like we, we bring it upon ourselves. Jeez. We couldn't even make it through the first five minutes. I was hoping, like, all right, Here, he's going to get, get into let's, it. Like, let's the next... get into something that makes a lot of sense and that's really important. Like, what did Beyonce do over the weekend? That sounds like something. Look, man, don't into. get chippy with me, pal. Don't get chippy with me because we knew you were going to point out the you were going to point out the editing, the audio, or the lights, and we 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 figure you're going to get to that because you are a visual person, and that's good. I can't stand looking at you on a daily basis. But the fact of the matter remains is that you we both wore navy today. We did. It's it's I, Navy I, Monday. Something I saw. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You are a very, you're a visual person. Like I would imagine, like your your parents put a lot of coloring books in front of you as a child. Not really. Oh boy. I was actually just hit in the face with a. Mm. Made me tough. Good old Farmington mm-hmm. upbringing. How are you today, though, Chris Demon? Oh, fantastic. <laughs> Speak of that devil. Where is that devil, Chris Garnett? Where are you? At? Here, little, here, little Godzi. Here, Godzi. Where are you? There he is. Look oh. at this new light. Oh, boy. Need to work on that. Oh, that's horrible. <laughs> uh, work on those. Yes. You are more clear. Like, it's a better picture. It's oh, just, Gardner, a, what is happening right now? You're, uh, what is this? Yeah. What is this tomfoolery? Are you inside? It's like... I think he requested this. This is like hell mode. Are you being marinated right now? Mm-hmm. Yes. You're inside a Kenny Rogers chicken roaster. <laughs> Good morning, Gardner. Good morning, gentlemen. Are you about it to only... trade apartments with Jerry Seinfeld? <laughs> it only took me 11 minutes to get to work today. That's not bad. What's your Let usual? Guess. What's your usual? You're bragging. While riding a lime scooter. Oh. Hey, now. So the Hulk leaves town and you just yeah. disobey his Lou Ferrigno leaves and you're back on the scooter. In the clear. You're like, you know what? This is my green machine. You know what I'm saying? Hulk? Mm. Is there a reason why your light is red? Are you inside a microwave right now? Probably to do with the camera adjusting. No, I've never been inside a microwave that's while it's been I on. wish Travis is inside a microwave. Hey, now. Mm-hmm. That's why at least I call him when I pick him up on Main nope. Street in St. Charles. Mm-mm. If you want to text us, 314-669-1431, hit share on the live stream. We love that. We've got the Great American Race. Woo! Travis will do fair or foul at the end of the show. That sounds like a plan. As you know, um, Gardner brings us the topics. The prize today, $10 from Buzz's Hawaiian Grill, which you can vote for Buzz's. I'll tell you more about that uh, later on in the show, but they're part of St. Louis Magazine's A-List 
contest. Gardner, uh, an interesting fair foul, and it was um, – tell us what it is. Um, I'm going to just tell you what it is first. Okay. That's exactly what I asked for. Thank you. Gossip Girl okay. is a better television show than the OC. This is gonna get this is gonna get a lot of people ticked off on mid two thousands shows or were they different times or no they uh, were around the same time. Yeah, Gossip Girl came after. Hmm. I want to say the OC was early two thousands. Yeah. 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 No, I'm I'm aware of both these shows. These are fine mm-hmm. shows. We have never seen an shows. episode of either. I am aware that uh, the OC was kind of a delivery system for indie music. I think. Uh, What's his face? Ben Gibbard and uh, Death Cab for Cutie could thank mm-hmm. a lot of commercial success to them. Mm-hmm. Phantom Planet. Oh, yeah. Once Jason Schwartzman exited, that was their um, publicity mm-hmm. push. California. Right? Yes. Okay. Most Travis, certainly. what do you know about the OC? I love the That's OC. where I'm at. Uh, and Tom Hanks' son was on it. Uh, I have seen. Nope, that was the movie, Orange County. <laughs> I like when we work through things though. Yeah. This is how you this, this is, is what how you, you learn. get with show. I forgot, Although, that, I forgot that was a movie. I saw that yeah. in theaters. That was kind of a funny movie, right? It was terrible. Oh, was it? It was not good. I saw it in theaters. It was better than I'm gonna get you sucker. Uh hold the phone. I love I'm gonna get you sucker. Thank you, Gardner. People just wanna come in here and just be racist for no reason to start right. their money. Don't look at Rotten Tomatoes. We might have that for dogs on film now. Okay, fair The O C uh Orange County. Is that what you're talking about? I don't know anymore. We were talking about I'm going to get you sucker. Right. And then the movie Orange County may be used for dogs on film? Correct. Okay. Jack Black. Now, the films and TV shows that you just named were things I only got involved with because of women. Like every guy Mm, has a series or series that you watch because of the person you're dating at the time or the person that you're, you're trying to court. I think that's the professional way we put it in college. We Ooh. would try to court. You say the, court. Yes, we would court you these young ladies after a bar. We would have a few vodka tonics. And Is that how you would talk at the bar? You say, hey, I'm going to go try and court. Uh, all the time. That's how college life was for us. Excuse mm. me, my liege. He drank May the alcohol drink. May I please take that booty back to my homestead? Uh-huh. But I have seen both of these series. I enjoy Gossip Girl. Um, and I've been watching it again because it gives me a true look inside the elite city of New York. Oh, so it prepares me every chance Gardner, I get uh, for how life is going to be seven for me. Seven minutes in, he made it about himself. I did not make it about myself. We just had this bet. Just same. about my lifestyle and how I'm going to be li- living this summer. But no, I like both of those shows. Which so this like is better? Stuff, I will have to say it has to be Gossip Girl. Have you seen? Uh, have they both concluded? Yes, they. Have you seen all of ago. both of them? I've seen all their seasons. Really? Yeah, they're TV seasons. TV. TV seasons. TV. Mm-hmm. I um, like man again when you're trying to court a young lady. Mm-hmm. Uh, these are. Why the do things you keep you... like saying that it's because you had no interest at all? I will say this. I didn't say you that. You seem to be afraid I said that to the say reason that. why I got started on these series was because of women. The reason why I ended up finishing those series oh. is because oh, I actually oh. enjoyed was watching not because the program. No, exactly. Exactly. The reason why I kept watching wasn't because of the women. <laughs> I haven't invested into the plot and the ensemble. So what do you want me to do? Yeah. You said an ensemble? It's ensemble, Chris. Hello, if you're going to be in the industry, you got to learn the vernacular. I'm not. I never will be. Yeah. <laughs> the reason I ask this is because 
my girlfriend started watching Gossip Girl recently, so I've kind of been. So now we're subjected to it. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. That sounds about right. Lucky you. So kind of through some osmosis, I've been paying attention some to it, and she knows through a series of conversations that I had watched the OC in the past, mm. which she was surprised to find I out. I would. I would be very surprised. Um, and so. Looking into, I was like, "Oh, we were discussing the OC and Gossip Girl over the weekend." Right. And I've been, you know, I've been poking fun a little at. Of course. I send her texts now that say XOXO. That's so awesome. Gossip Girl. Was that a thing? That's how I end every message because Gossip Girl. It's a Gossip Girl was this mysterious journalist that was covering the gone. I don't really need to even know the overview. I like to poke fun at the dad in the show. The dads are cool. Yeah, that's the thing. They got the cool dad who's yeah. got like the shadowy beard. Yeah. And wears like a denim shirt and has like a leather necklace and used, used, used to be in a band or is still in a band. Hey, I'm man, not that's even what sure. happens when you have kids so young, they man. They have a gallery. They have an art Could he gallery. pass for a new age youth pastor? Uh, yes. Right. Yes. That's no throwing up a hang you ten once it. in a while. You nailed it. That's the look. Hang hey. ten for Jesus. Hang ten for Jesus. Best friends. He with hung his, ten for you. He's best friends with his son. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, we're best friends. You're Oof. my pal. Yeah. yeah I, mean, I like to poke like, fun at that. Well, he raises his kids on his own. There is no mother in the picture, so he has uh, to There's a mother there right now. Are you spoiling what's to come for me? Well, I'm not, but all I'm saying is that the mother, she has some explaining to do herself. Yeah. So you'll learn more about that here in the future. What about Black and, Sheep uh, wants to know if we missed where uh, we explain why gardeners in a reptile enclosure terrarium? Oh, that's not. It's a... a it's a new look he's trying he's out. A black, he's like in a We're sponsored world. by an Instagram filter yeah. today. Because <laughs> yeah, uh, from Jason, if you went to court a young lady, I highly recommend Falcon Crest season three. Mm. <laughs> what were you saying, Gardner? What I used to know, the only thing I really knew about Gossip Girl before was this picture. Yeah, buddy. Oh, or this damn. photo shoot. Yeah, buddy. There's some. Which was what Leighton Meester and uh, Blake Lively did for Rolling Stone. Mm, See, that's all you had to do to get on one of these shows, yeah. is just have a somewhat unique name. <laughs> Yeah. Leighton and Blake. Oh, they're girls. And sure. then there was a guy in Badgley. Excuse that's, me? Yeah, that's what led to this, I believe. Because Jess watched, it's Netflix, I believe. The show is You. Yes. And Penn Badgley is on there. She watched the first season of that and that letter to this, I believe. But the thing, only thing I knew before was that photo shoot with the ice cream cone. Delightful. Basically. As a family show, I'm glad we're able to show that photo because we encourage children mm -hmm. to eat ice cream. And of course, the OC, you know. <laughs> Welcome to the OC, bitch. And I found the people out in the OC to be very, very nice. I didn't think that show accurately assess the behavior of residents who live in Orange County. Really? They are very delightful, wholesome folks. Very Republican, but very nice. Olivia Wilde was on that show. She for was. A season. She was. She was bisexual. Yes. And had. Um, Relationships with both Adam Brody, character Seth. Yep. And uh, why am I blanking on Marissa's Cause actual everyone name? Because everyone forgets her name. I don't remember her actual name for some reason. I'll be honest but with Marissa you. Marissa as well. Adam Brody married to yeah. Leighton Meester. Yes. Of Gossip Girl. So there's some synergy there too. Chase Crawford's sister, Candace Crawford, Mizzou alum. Mrs. Missouri really ended up marrying, uh huh, having children with, uh huh, Tony Romo. What? Yes. How about them? Apples? What does that mean? That means Tony Romo mm -hmm. is a Mizzou Tiger. Mm. 
Nope. Nope. East Eastern Illinois. Yeah, okay. He's he's the Eastern. Okay. Just thought I'd try to get that in there. The the dad on Beverly Hills 90210 was a huge dork from Jason. Yeah, he was. He was a big, big dork. Triangle assassin. Uh, as they continue to talk about these shows, I can't help but wonder what Rizzuto is up to. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't breaking down the cast of the Gossip Girl. I can tell you that. I, I broke it down, and this is in no way uh, a shot at anyone. I'm going to say Craigslist jokes, making fun of car break-ins in the city. Lots of laughs in the studio. Dude asks the other dude how he likes his burger. They all agree and say, you know, it's standard. Mm -hmm. And then Crystal Clear Broadcasting, rinse, repeat. There's your Rizzuto show, right? I'd take that formula. I'd take that formula and they salary. Is it true that the OC was, or Orange County, the movie, was a white privilege movie from Jim Moyer's I felt like it was. Was it about, isn't everything a white privilege movie, though? Wasn't he trying to get into some He was trying to get into Stanford, I think. He was trying to get into Stanford in Alabama. No, not Stanford. Stanford. And something happened. Storied Stanford universe. Was he a writer? He was a writer. He was trying to be a writer, yeah. English. He moved to New York. That was a fellowship. Oh, was that Colin Hanks, right? Yeah. Okay, that was one of his earlier roles. I think maybe his first role. Remember when the teenage daughter and the mom had a really angsty relationship, and mm. it got a bunch of Oscar talk, and then she just moved away to another city, and that was the end of the movie. Are you talking about Lady Bird? <laughs> Man, <laughs> what a what a novel concept. Oh my. Hey, man, don't look at me. Y'all the one who put those type of movies out every other year. Well, if Jordan Peele would have had it, it would have been a sister in there. Thank you. And that's all I'm asking Tiffany for. Tiffany Haddish would have had that role. <laughs> would have enjoyed Lady Bird. Uh-huh, a more. I'm ready. Okay, Tiffany, thank you. <laughs> I love Tiffany. Good for you. I, mm. I also threw a melee out this morning. What's a melee? This is a good one, Chris. This is going to really juice your beards. <laughs> So Gardner was in here at like 7 a.m. yesterday, and he puts the time in, so it's not a time thing. But what what happens in the creative process with Gardner sometimes? Well, I this was just from conversations last Friday when we were talking about 1994. Yes. Of course. Yeah. And so the melee question is simple. Your options are yes or no in the answer portion. The question is, can you believe it has been 25 years since 1994? <laughs> Hard to believe. Is it or isn't it? Jesus Christ, help us. Do you feel good about that? I do. I feel really good, actually. (laughs) I'm very happy with it. Well done. 94, we were still uh, using bounty paper towels to clean up the uh, great flood of 93s left behind. That was was tough. Some people were still living in uh, sandbagged shelters, Mm. I believe, right? A lot Mm -hmm. of of that. We were just uh, on the precipice of Green Day and Weezer's album, so that hadn't happened yet. Mm, I know that was big in your life. That was the heart of elementary school, baby. I was really getting my clown on then. I was I was doing the most because in '94 we. Which would district have, were you in at this time? I was. This was. I was in the Afton school district at this time. Oh, I didn't know you were in Afton. Mm-hmm. I was part of the DSEC program, and I remember '94 so well, mainly because it was that point where you're like, okay, I'm getting older, but. I don't have a too much responsibility because I'm in fourth grade. Did you have this uh, oh. dialogue with yourself out loud? I often did. I would ask myself mm. questions. I think that's where it started. I was like, am I going to go out to recess today? Probably. Yeah. Am I going to get am I gonna finish made my a school in, in uh, Foursquare by a young lady? Yes. Will I then play it off and go play some tetherball later on? Yes. Kick am off. I going to enjoy this very floppy square pizza? Damn right. Mm. 
Hey, kid, are you going to eat those peaches? Probably not. So those were the things that were going through my mind during fourth grade. As an elementary school child, did you find uh, one school lunch better than the other? I tell you what, city schools had some good lunches. Hmm. Uh, underestimated, for whatever reason. I did enjoy... I did enjoy elementary school a lot. We had like three recesses, three recesses. They're like, these kids ain't going to learn anything. Like imagine my, like, let's <laughs> go run around. Well, I was chase a bee with a stick. Well, I didn't realize it. <laughs> chase a bee with a stick. Hey, hey dummy. <laughs> hey, hey, dummy. Hey, your stick break here. Here's a new one. Hey, God, I stay busy for another hour now. God, we really took recess seriously. Like it was, it was a thing, man. We were not. Man, we, we, wow, I can't believe how serious we took recess. And then my shock when I showed up to junior high and they had the nerve to tell us there was no more recess. Baby. When did junior high start for you? Sixth grade. Yeah, okay. All right, that's fair. I was told no more recess. That was, I was it. Kidding. Travis is like, I had recess up until 10th grade. <laughs> well, I think it was frustrating then because the school that was. You didn't have recess in sixth grade? We didn't have recess in sixth grade. The funny thing is at our. No, we did. We worked. I don't think so. I think I had. You time. probably did. Yeah. And the reason, because the school that was across the street from us, another junior high, we, we would be able to see them from the window have recess. Yeah, I just. Play! Hey, those kids grow up in the same neighborhood as us. Why they have recess? We don't. I distinctly remember playing basketball at recess in middle school. Yeah, we did. Like after lunch, whatever. It was. Distinctly it, remember that. And you went to the. Special school, though, right? Wait, hold on. What? Or do you want North Middle? Let's see. Okay. Yeah, because y'all can afford middle Cougars. school. Y'all can afford middle school. Yeah, you are. A rich neighborhood. Must be nice. We were uh, we were in Old Town, O'Fallon. <laughs> we weren't in, like, <laughs> what is now uh, the Wing Haven, Darting mm. Prairie-type parts of O'Fallon. So, like, how many specialized teachers did you have? To get you through on a daily basis. Are you looking night. at me? Yeah, yeah. I went to one of the finest junior highs in the city of St. Louis. Which means they can provide extra teachers no, for folks. They were too you. busy providing us with our own personal laptops. There weren't such a thing. Actually, there were. And they were huge. There was a thing. You know how you I knew my school? Do you guys you know have how a I knew my school you was have, the truth? Do you, yeah. a, do you have a laser disc? Yeah. It's your broke ass. Look, you know how I knew my school was the truth? Did I say that right? No, you didn't. It was completely wrong. But my school was the truth because guess who visited when I was in seventh grade? None other. Then William Jefferson Clinton, the president of the United States, visited our school. I knew my school was the truth. Miss, Mrs. Jackson, <laughs> you there got you a go. fat ass. He did not. <laughs> Tell that little Travis kid to go chase some which bugs. Is, which is ironic because I did have a seventh grade teacher. And her name was Mrs. Jackson. Oh, That's weird. So there what a, happened there? Uh, was there crazy. something Denman knows that you don't? No, right. Denman's just being a so, jerk. Did the you, president visit I, you guys at school? Didn't think so. A problematic I, president. I, well, Afton, you know. <laughs> Afton's got the best Becky if you ever want it. <laughs> what is, um, you should apologize. Apologize. WCG. <laughs> apologize. <laughs> Why else would he go there? He's like, oh, it's South County. It's St. Louis. It was a Democratic hub, hub. Missouri used to be in play for the Democrats. Now it's not so much. Used to if be, you go to a school a, with weather state, it was it was a purple state. If you go to a school with recess three times per day, you're going to 100 percent end up co-hosting a podcast. <laughs> 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 Happy birthday to WCG, by the way. That was a, a comment uh, that was that was fair. That was from WCG. <laughs> For those listening at home, he just flipped off the camera. Oh. 
slipped wow. off a golf course over the weekend. Let's get into our weekend. Why? St. Louis Country Club. You did. Uh, yeah. Ended up driving by there. Jess and I went to breakfast on. This is a part you'll like. This. You'll like this. He's talking about on his weekend. Saturday. You love this part. Olivet Diner. Oh, boy. I texted Frank Cusimano. Oh, and delicious hot dogs there. I knew chocolate chip cookies inside the pancake. How do they do it? I knew he had done a Frank's food mix there That's before. Good. I've been rehearsing. Man, this, <laughs> we got to I literally feel like I have a, a, a. If you're not, if you're just listening, Gardner's camera. There's a resolution thing mm-hmm. that we'll fix today. But um, he's for sure like got a red light over him. Like it feels like he should be dancing and saying it's like, like you're in a TLC music for, video. Two for one, buddy. Let me undo the buttons. Mm-hmm. Yes, please. Yes. <laughs> so we went to Olivet Diner. I oh, WCL, Frank. not WCG. I'm an idiot. Went to, uh, I texted Frank and asked him what he would order there. So I ended up ordering it. <laughs> it's a bananas foster waffle. Of course, of course it is. So it's got this sauce on it, mm. sweet sauce, this bananas, two scoops of ice cream. Oh, doctor. I added some ham and eggs on the side. I bet you did. Doctor. I bet you did. It hits you quick. Yeah, it does. It gets you high. Oh, boy. And then you go down. Oh, dear. And it hit me even, I think, while we were driving. So sugar gets you there, but absolutely delectable. Absolutely delectable. I had never been to the Olivet Diner before, so we wanted to try. So you were inspired after that visit to drive by St. Louis Country Club? Yeah, we drove by it on the way back. And and you decided to give it a big middle finger. I looked, oh, that's St. Louis Country. I didn't even realize we were going by. I wasn't really paying attention. We were just taking a back way home. And then I looked over and then take the long way. And the reason why you hate St. Louis Country Club mm-hmm. is because they have done two things that may well, have set back than, this city. It's more it's to their overall attitude, I think. Yes, back I the agree. Region. The region. Let's go to most recently. Uh, we can say that they did not allow the CEO of AT&T. I don't know at if it was time. the CEO. I think it was the it was, chairman of the board. It was the chairman of the board for AT&T. Or at least someone on the board. And AT&T kept it offices and most of his businesses here in St. Louis at the time and St. Louis country club decided not to let this chairman of the board as, into its country as lore club goes. as the lore goes and then and they moved to Texas they ended up and moving to the... Texas and AT&T is now the biggest telecommunicating media company in the world that just makes me sick yeah and, and then they're trying to sell the AT&T building that's in downtown mm. oh it's only been vacant for mm. de- decade now mm. been a minute. we'll be fine been mm. a minute I think everything's working out great. Uh, you should have to pay per minute to keep Gardner's red district window open at the bottom. That's a good point. Do you think we could do, do I that? Need a dance or yeah, something? you have to do a tease, and then we cut it, and you go, "Hey, if you want more, send it to us." Yeah, it's like the scene in Taken. How about your weekend, Trav? Hey, my weekend was filled with superheroes. Shout out to Captain America. Captain America. Yeah, Captain America. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, checked out the Wizard Con. Wizard I World. checked out Wizard World. <sighs> what a moron. It's a combination. <laughs> it's a con. It's a convention. But it's not a wizard convention. It's Wizard World comic convention. Great people there. Very nice people. And we showed up. So I was gonna go, who'd you take? It was myself, one Gardner of Chris, and one Croc of Jamie. Shout out to Jamie Croc. 
So we attended and we walked the floor. We got a credentialed media yeah, member. Look, this is this us. Is video. This, this is, is actual live footage? video. This is uh, there's Bob Ross. There's an owl, not a hawk, but the owl. You could have it fly on your or your neck for, uh, I think, twenty bucks. There is the predator dragging around a dead body. Oh boy, that happened. Thor hammer left. Look, got the pythons out, and that thing was actually heavy. It was really, really heavy, and oh boy. And you were making fun of the other dudes for being nerds. You yeah. can't even lift up Thor's hammer. Yeah, Thor's hammer. So it was Chris indeed, a hot guy with a hammer. Mm. <laughs> mm. So we had a very good time. The fine folks at Wizard World took great care of us. We went through many of the booths, checking out some of the art that many of the vendors were selling, and they could not have been nicer. And just the, I think the detail that goes into it, honestly, as far as, you know, the, the vendors. Well, there's a lot going on. If you hold it in a place where there's professional football, that means like you've got a, you've got some juice, baby, right? Oh, no doubt. And the people were having a great time. The cosplay was remarkable. It was pretty, pretty fun to watch. Bob Ross was the one that stood out to us. There was Deadpool. You had uh, a lot of people dressed as Khaleesi because Jason Momoa was mm. uh, showing up on so Sunday. So they were wanting to be <clears throat> taken. Uh, I, I don't. I wouldn't. I can't speak to that, Chris. Got it. Let's just say Aquaman got a, quite a few people. What? Mm. He's Aquaman. That's what mm. he's going to do. That's true. So mm. it was a delightful time. There was, of course, our good friend Cato Kalen. He was hosting uh, cosplay karaoke. How was that? That was very did delightful. I did, I did not. I did not dress, unfortunately, for the affair. But there was something. Laurel and Ho Holly. Harley. Holly. Laurel and Holly. Laurel and Holly. Laurel and Hardy. There we go. You know, one of the most classic comedy duos of all time. Yeah, I'm sure they still live for somebody who was black. Fact of the matter is they were present. Maybe be funnier then. That would, that would have been funnier. But they did some karaoke. It was entertaining. Mm -hmm. It was a blast. I truly enjoyed it. It was my first time going to Wizard World, and <laughs> it was it was it was something. So you you made a post in the Friends of All private Facebook group. Yes. Uh, by the way, add some more people in there. Let's grow that baby. What do you think? Uh, what do, what were you thinking whenever you said the gentle? You weren't you what, weren't what, surprised that a gentleman was into I real don't, swords. I don't know what you guys are talking about? I have no idea what you're referencing. And Jason asks if Khaleesi's wanted to be courted. <laughs> <laughs> like there are different arrangements in Game of Thrones, so I don't know uh -huh. how that would work. But so there was a gentleman you thought you were like, oh, big surprise. He's into real swords. Were you punching down as a commenter? No, said? not at all. I was looking at swords myself. So why would I? Uh, Who's to say sword uh, ownership or interest is a bad thing? I, I, I didn't say that it was. I was saying that I'm surprised that a gentleman of his look would be interested in real swords. I myself, I look like the type that would be more than happy to purchase a sword. Mm. But this gentleman took me by surprise. Mm. Uh, I don't know whether it was the peat fuzz just below his nose or okay. just All right. incredibly short. All very, right. Okay. Is, did you, we find it weird that there's a weapons check as you enter and then they're selling swords? Yeah, inside? that was fascinating. So it was, there were real swords inside the convention, which is fine. No biggie. But there was this huge, as you saw at the, saw at the beginning of the photo, this huge area for weapons check and you get inside and there's an aisle dedicated specifically to swords. Right. So real swords that are heavy and can absolutely ruin your day. So you don't think it's one of those things where they're like viewer discretion advised and they do it as more of an ad push. You know what I mean? We're right. like, 
don't show this to so and so when really it's you know what would have been funny i wanted someone to show up with some intense weaponry and they're they're forced to check them like a at the a deadpool (laughs) shows up with like a real handgun or something yes okay yes exactly i wanted someone to show up with like What's Daryl's thing in The Walking Dead? Crossbow. There we go. I want someone to show up in that. Now, you like would have enjoyed one. that one because there was a vendor that, <laughs> that had <laughs> photos of, a, of his kid as li- little Daryl. Oh, that's cute. It, like, it was a, like a for real photo shoot of the kid as little Daryl. Oh, photo shoot. Like, like no. he was like, and they were charging pictures for you to take a picture with little Daryl. Oh, okay. Well, I kind of appreciate. He that. was walking around like the venue, like, and as, he had as he, little Daryl. He had a handler. Little Daryl had a handler. Was it Big Rick? That would have been genius. Right? That would have yeah. been genius. They didn't think that went through, but that was that was neat. It was very cool for the kids, uh, especially to see all their CW heroes. So, I was disappointed you didn't take part in. Um wanted you to get a massage you did but what kind of massage massage? what kind of massage stl massage geeks was Mm -hmm. there and they were giving what kind of massage like a vulcan massage they were giving you vulcan massages i wanted travis to get i can't do it you can do it do it no he'll sprain his fingers do it do okay well why you have those fingers i give a shout out to your nuts oh i forgot yeah don't forget about them hold on i apologize here we go yeah, even in red, walnuts will get red. Your apologies for not mentioning you earlier. Um, did you see our boy Lou? You did see Cato. Did you we see? Did I see heard Chris Lou. Kattan we was saw there. Chris Kattan, friend of the show, there. Chris mm-hmm. Kattan. We and the there was uh, one of the ladies from Charmed. I forget her name. Holly Marie Combs. There we go, Holly Marie Combs. She's not on our show. No, but she was there. She was on Charmed. And that counts for something. I saw okay. a Blade guy, and Jimmy Croc pointed out, that's weird that Blade is dressed up and wearing New Balance. Mm. That was <laughs> that was slightly disappointing. Now, you go up and you go, bro, 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 come here, come here. We're no, here. I'm not sure. We, I don't know if we got video of it. You didn't find a it. Black Panther either. There was, I did not see a Black Panther. Everyone said there was Black a Panther. Black Panther, but I didn't yeah. see a Black Panther. I did ask the Predator there an important question. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Did he have to register upon entrance? Well... Let me just say, I put him on the spot. Mm. I had to ask Predator an important question. I don't have that video. No, don't worry about it. I will tell everyone what happened. So <laughs> we... Because we were going to video it. Travis got a little excited. I got very excited. About what? Because I... Going to ask his question, and I wasn't videoing yet. I was very excited. I just My went question. up there and did I'm like, no, not yet. See, this is where I can't judge because I attended a different thing Don't care. Saturday, sure. so I can't we say. do not care at all about that. So I can't thing say, oh, I'll just read a comment. No. That wasn't little Daryl Travis. That was just a normal kid visiting from Peevely with his crossbow. Ah, <laughs> The black sheep. Smart kid. And Jason has a question. Was there anyone there dressed like that annoying do-getter jackass Dale from season one of Walking Dead? Dale was the moral compass of the group. Thank oh, you. Boy. Don't get me into that. Fact- he dead? Yeah, oh. he's a really that guy's a really good actor. He's on Billions now too. I um I asked Predator, Predator uh, being an illegal. You're like, hey, how old was she? Uh, <laughs> being an illegal immigrant in this country. It'd be funny if you said illegal alien. You did say, oh yeah, you should have said alien. Yeah, I should have said alien. That's what I thought. See, that's you why you need to do ask. the best punch up man in the business. <laughs> you want to take a look at his Sesame Street stuff? Thank you. Okay. Mm, thank you. Do your research. Thank you. And I asked him what was his thoughts on President Trump closing the southern border. Mm-hmm. 
but I wanted him. You didn't to, video this, and I wanted. We him were to, trying to, and I wanted him to Tri- answer as the predator would answer. Oh, and the guy got all frozen, and all, all <laughs> of a sudden, predator wants to be objective and is oh afraid of offending gosh. its many Are supporters. You the predator was upset. Maybe that is political point Naga. of view. You're like, dude, we're doing a man on the street bit. <laughs> Your other option was I treat you like the you're a predator. child you're a child predator, and I make jokes about, like, have you seen the Michael Jackson documentary? Kind of, you know. I wouldn't have done that either, but I would have. No, that's I what just you wanted, him with. What if predator you could have brought, like, Chris Hansen to interview Predator? That would have been, see, Chris Hansen of the, of the Cranesburg yes. Lunch Foundation. Yeah. Because then Chris's name is Chris Hansen, and we go, we've got Chris Hansen yep. here to interview a predator. Exactly. Ah! That would have been perfect. Would you like some milk with those cookies? <laughs> so you're telling me someone portraying an entity that has killed no fewer in a grotesque, grotesque, just gruesome manner yeah. got a little uncomfortable with border questions? Got the border questions set him off. He's he, no, he broke character. He, he, he's like, oh, man, I don't know. Oh, and I'm like, oh you don't know. How do the you predator. Not, how do you not literally you either go. I answer no questions. Or you start saying, I mean, or you do something funny. The president has called you an animal. Now, but there was someone there, though, Gardner. And this was Th- the that highlight. That bothers me. Look, and, but I that was, but, this, that. but this, I can see why it bothered you. But, this, but there was I a wasn't gentleman. there because I was like, don't break character, dummy. Well, there was one gentleman who did not break character. <laughs> was yeah. This was clothes. the highlight of the day, Chris. And so we, we were just walking by. We're just walking by. And so... <laughs> Can I do the line? Yes, please do the line. So Predator, okay, so, he's so this guy. Up, so so here's the Predator. We see him. He's coming actually from the <laughs> from the concession stand. This guy's got this sweet Predator outfit, and he's dragging the lifeless body. So he's dra- he's getting a ton of attention from everyone. A gentleman dressed up as Dr. Doom <laughs> from Fantastic Four. Metal face. There we go. And he decides, hey, I would like to take a picture with the Predator. In which he asked, and he used some weird voice. He too. did. He, he got goes, into an accent, British, Irish, not sure. Uh, I can't he, remember what Doctor Doom sounds like. But he so. goes, um, "I'm not sure what type of organism you are, but we should align ourselves." <laughs> Didn't miss a beat. Didn't miss a beat. Didn't just prepare it. It came out of his mouth as yeah. if he speaks this way every day. So, but so we he, should align so, ourselves. We should. Al- so I'm not sure what organism you are. But we should align ourselves. So we should have done didn't miss a beat, and he just took the picture and kept it moving. We were just walking. So by we should have just followed him the whole day. Oh, probably. He yeah. was not joking Ooh. around. That moment, Gardner, like that was a moment where we couldn't even I laugh. We were so in shock. Yeah, because we were just like, oh, what? I was like, did that just happen? What? And it was just as we were passing by, and I was so upset at that moment because I'm like, that. That's going to be tough to top. Yes. Now you did. You did um, engage some of the um, vendors there. I did. Was it? Were we lacking because I wasn't there to go to him on? Maybe. Was there? Do we need some jet fuel to be like Travis? Stop um, I'm not doubting the talent there. I'm just wondering because they can be a little uncomfortable. Like if you want to, you don't want to offend anyone, but you got to get the laugh. Like, but I I know exactly. There's a delicate way to do it. There's a trepidation. Yeah. Yeah. Travis did engage some of the vendors, though, and became a, um, how do I say this, a salty seaman. I did. I'm sorry? Yeah. Travis became a salty seaman. Um, we in, came to one booth. I have a little video clip. Oh, this. Jesus, God help us. You're serious? Yeah. yeah. It, just tell him briefly what. Do you want By Jack to make you a new t-shirt with mm-hmm. that? No, this gentleman was selling his book. 
I saw the cover of his book and I thought of some of the writings of one Chris Gardner and I immediately wanted to go over and introduce ourselves. And this gentleman was selling some type of a, uh, a book that I would imagine folks would find very erotic. Gay pirate romance. There it is. Okay. So, all right, go ahead. This is my favorite one. This book's so good, I opened it and came straight away. See? Seaman Stains, that's me. Nice to meet you. Uh, don't shake his hand. <laughs> Notice that they do get thicker and therefore more pleasurable for the reader as the series goes on. Which one at five, six, seven, and eight. But if you get all four of them, you get off and get them for 20. This fourth place will make it easier to get off, shouldn't it? Can I sign up for the, the sign become up to a become salty, a salty seaman? Okay. Learn about all the comings and goings of oh. Francois Lefoutre. Oh, no, no, it's mostly coming. Mm. <laughs> Were there any Do you also have a live show jokes? coming up at 7.30 in room 151? Aren't you happy? Right. Right. Oh, good. And look at the, it's a quill. It's an actual quill. You don't know where that quill's been, bro. Ah, that's a good point. Shout out to them for the weird Thank you accent. So not Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. Hope you come again. Oh, he was waiting on that. <laughs> yes. So you're an official salty seaman. So, yes, I'm looking forward to that very inappropriate email later today. Do you feel good about your time spent with a salty seaman? Look, I did my best to as visit a salty all of the seaman. vendors. Not they with. they did are. good characters, though. They yeah, you good. have to. I mean, you yeah. got Those are. I'm guessing those are actors. Are they? Was that their book that they made? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, that makes. So sense. they're dedicated to that cause. Yeah, and if you don't really sit like. You're not just going to get a random passerby to purchase that book. You need to be full character. Yeah. So you get your people buying that and book. And that was the thing and about... They, and, and they look, succeeded with a new salty look, semen. look, I, I was intrigued. Mm -hmm. I have an affinity exactly. for dinosaur erotica. Yes, mm -hmm. he does. And this is why you thought we should stop by there exactly. for a moment, Travis. You engaged, and I allowed you to have the conversation. I enjoyed it from behind my phone. I bet you videoing. did. I, I will say this, and, and I think this is the cool thing about these events and why they're so successful, because you have people who are fully committed. They're, they're, they buy in, like all the artists, mm -hmm. all the designers, everyone who's there. This is indeed their livelihood. This isn't something they just necessarily do for fun on the weekends. These are people who have created serious businesses, and they have a very serious following. And it, that was cool to see, because yeah. that's, I would think, is a very cool job to have, but a job that only works if you're 100% in. And the guy we talked to that had some amazing drawings of some great characters from all the comic books and the television shows, he even had a large, massive 10-foot drawing of your hero, Joe Rogan. This, these guys are so committed, and he, all, he did it with a ballpoint pen. And was all done with a ballpoint pen, and it was. I'm going to break character here, yeah. pal. Oh boy, here we go. Travis is going to travel a Joe Rogan episode this week, and also Kevin Hart was on Joe. I was Rogan's, watching some uh, of that. I was watching Joe some of that. This oh, did morning. you watch some of it? I was watching some of it this morning. You know actually. what? I I'm high on this up and comer, Kevin oh, Hart. Now, oh, you know God. what? Who would have thought that a platform being provided to hear someone out for three hours makes you feel uh, pretty good about him? Even though his comedy is whatever, he's a very funny individual. His comedy is whatever. Okay. Look, he's very he, funny in a podcast format when being interviewed by such a great interviewer. I'll say is, that. Don't be, please stop. <laughs> this is. 
<laughs> You'll sign up for salty semen, but you won't let me rib you about Kevin Hart. You won't let me rib you about Kevin Hart a little bit. No, you're up here talking about Joe Rogan again, like he's oh boy. Listen, sometimes um, an enigmatic, non-talented person needs a talented interviewer to draw out the interesting, That's to draw right. out why we should like him, to You're draw out why we should invest in Heartbeat Financial, why we should buy real estate from Heartbeat Real Estate, and why we should improve our fitness with Heartbeat Fitness. I'm all in. I'm a Kevin Hart man. I have been for approximately 27 hours now. And you know what? I don't know why. I don't know what's influenced me this, but you know what? I believe in Kevin Hart, and I think he is... He's just misunderstood at times. Uh, you're probably right. <laughs> what did you think when you saw Kevin Hart on there? I thought it was actually a really good conversation. I thought it was just a basic-ass conversation. It wasn't like anything that just you moved the earth. What did you want him to do? I don't want him to do anything. He shouldn't have showed up on Joe Rogan's show. I guess Kevin Hart's just... How does he find the time, first off? <laughs> <laughs> That's why you're upset. It's a mathematical anomaly that I agree with with you. He's like, hey, at 4.15, I've already done 78 laps around the track. Man, how does he find mm. the time? Now, I, was, I was listening to some of it this morning, and I look forward to try viewing more episodes from Juan Joe Rogan. You're going to be showing up telling me that our <laughs> podcast needs more DMT discussion. I guess, man. Whatever floats our boat, man. It does. Travis it. begins jujitsu classes next Monday. Jesus. <laughs> Son of a. Uh, fair or foul today? Gossip Girl is a better television show than the OC. Email us wall at weareliveradio.com. Prize is 10 bucks to Buzz's Hawaiian Grill. Can I talk to you about Buzz's Hawaiian Grill? You can give it a shot. Have you heard the good news? I hear a lot of it. Hey, I'll be a Jehovah's Witness from now on for Buzz's Hawaiian Grill. Hey, hey, what's up, man? I'm trying Your to Lord and to Savior has hey. brought you poke oh, and wow. masubi. Oh, that is crazy. And you can check their uh, their website. Uh, check the Facebook page. They've got their location. That's right. They're all over the place in the city. That's Buzz's Wine Grill. When they say aloha, comes from the heart. Cannot say enough good things about them. They were our Food Truck Awareness Month champion last year. Love working with Buzz. We're doing a, we're doing a little video with him Monday, Travis, one week from today. You excited about that? Oh, let's do it. Whoa, wow, the excitement filling the room. Buzz's Hawaiian Grill providing gift certificate for a prize for fair or foul today. Be sure to support them because they support us, it everybody. It is really good. I think one thing I just absolutely just love about Buzz's is just how fresh it is. Just so damn fresh. All the food is just so damn good. You can tell it's none of it's processed, mm. and it's just so damn, mm. Even when it's filling you up, you still feel very healthy. Mm. Buzzes Hawaiian Grill. Aloha means it's lit. Mm. You nailed it. You nailed it. I want you to start doing the live reads. Like that's basically how it works. And I won't even tell you what they are. <laughs> I'll just say the business's name, and then you just talk about them. Uh, it was a busy weekend for all of us. It was a busy weekend on the, uh, on the sports fields. Oh. Uh, did you catch any of the Final Four action? I weekend. saw that we have a really, like, I mean, you have a Texas Tech and a Virginia, but it looked like there was some crazy endings to the games oh and everything, boy. like insane. Oh, boy. I do think just on the sports front that I don't know if any of us win when you have a, a tech at the end of your last, uh, at the end of your name. I mean, it feels like. Why do you like, hate like some, majors? It feels, <laughs> it feels like a, a team 
that you would be like, oh, I guess they couldn't get the NCAA rights whenever Scott Bakula takes the uh, the Texas State armadillos down yeah, the field true. against the to win the Texas State title against the Texas Tech Red Raiders. Listen, I know they're an established Division One program, but get out of here. They have, there's no national appeal to Texas Tech. It's a it's a boring matchup, but I'm happy for Chris Long's school, Virginia. I, I mean, yeah, there's a guy named Kyle Guy. Now he's got an interesting story because Kyle Guy is actually uh, he's getting set to get married actually mm. this summer. Um, so like with most people, they put up uh, registries for people to, you know, so they can know what gifts to get them for their wedding day. Well, because he's still a student athlete, uh, Mr. Guy was told by the NCAA he had to take his registry down. Yes, the NCAA, the almighty moral authority of college sports, said this would be a major violation and he should take it down. <clears throat> I would also like to be on the record of saying every time any team that I like is in a World Series or in, if the Mizzou could ever make it, people would feel the exact same way as I do about Texas Tech, right? Cardinals have some appeal, but it's a Midwest thing. I'm just saying the Texas Tech thing, not fun. I'm fine with the Texas Tech thing. I'm all in on Tech. Me That's too. because I watch Big 12 basketball. Yeah, I'm fine with Fair. Tech. I think right. Tech is so fine. So it's different for me. I, See, I've moved into a national audience I understand role. your perspective. Well, you had, you had, you had uh, Patty Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes, uh, he was present. Of course, he's one of the biggest. Because I think that's really cool. I'm from Missouri, and I can do that. But, uh, yeah, he was in attendance with Travis Kelsey of the Kansas City Chiefs. So, had a Midwestern feel to the tournament as well. Name your favorite Texas Tech uh, tight end ever. uh, Everyone knows my favorite Texas Tech tight end is Beavis McGraw. Beavis, Beavis, Bevis, Bevis, McGraw. Beavis McGraw, actually. He was class of 95. Okay. One of my favorite tight ends to ever come out of the. School of He's Texas Tech. Yeah. Who's your favorite white receiver to oh. ever come out of? Oh, that would be none other than Wes Walker. Okay. Yeah, okay. that's a good one. But I will say, but no, it's interesting because you have Virginia, who, of course, was the first one seed a year ago yeah. to lose to a 16 like seed. Yeah. So I like the redemption story of those guys coming back and the vast majority of them who are on the receiving end of that upset are indeed in this game, I'm, have been playing this season. So to see them... Take that and come because it's not you don't want to be the first school to lose to a 16 and they were the first. So for them to come back the next year, that's a testament we, to those kids and a testament to the coaching staff. Do we, so. Have we not given enough credit that a guy with the name of Tony Bennett is the coach? <laughs> and he's just as good looking, too, isn't he? That's so great. Should Lady Gaga do a duet album with him? Oh, oh that'd, that'd be, be great. Wouldn't that be nice? That'd be quite lovely. Yeah, Jay, Mo- Jay Moore does a thing where he's coach Tony Bennett. <laughs> Like, uh, two, eight, oh. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. It's pretty good. <laughs> That's a good Tony. That is. That's uh, good. What was I going to say? Only if they could have been playing this game in San Francisco or something. Oh, that would have been nice. Oh, that would have been beautiful. We would, what would Jim Nance have said? What would some of his Nancisms would have been? For oh. those who are not sure, Jim Nance at, and during championship games has a tendency to put his little button on it. He likes to, at the end, he has something to say about the school. It's like a play on words. And it's something that everyone usually waits for because it's it's got it's usually good. Oh, it's they're generally good. It's a bow. They're kind of yeah. sort of they're terrible. They're awful. They're really bad. I don't know why Jim Nance lures himself to do this every remember. time. They're really bad. So we we should try to come up with our own for the championship game. That's tonight. What That's was Texas the Tech one versus Virginia. That got me some years ago. 
just when they say you can't, you can, and you can is yeah, the yeah, national yeah. champion. I remember that one. That was the one where people were like, okay. I think it was when preparing Jim, these in the hotel when Jim Herrick and UCLA won was something along the lines of with some magic on the court and a wizard in the seats. Mm-hmm. Um, the Wizard of Westwood was watching. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, uh, he said that then they won the national title. When Kansas won 11 years ago yesterday. Right. Um, it I saw was a tweet of yours that uh, kind of upset me, actually. What was that? Well, you said uh, you were hammered and on your knees outside of the 34 Club in the Central West End. Outside of the men's restroom. That I had leapt from my area and fallen to my knees in joy mm. as Kansas won the national title. I remember that many years ago. When won some money that Jim Nance said Rock Chalk Championship. I mm. thought he could have done a lot better than that. So what do you a do? A lot better. See, for this one, since it's Virginia. The fictional bird is now the official word. See, that that, that See, we workshop it live. Might have been better. Might have been good. better. That's good. That's See, not bad. For Virginia, of course, home of Charlottesville, I was going to say, hey, no both sides here today. One side's the winner. And it's the Cavaliers. You know what I? You know what I'm really upset about in life? There are times you need gray area and need to hear out both sides. That damn president of ours (laughs) (laughs) used the both sides with a bunch of people identifying as fascist wannabe Nazi punk ass. I was like, no, both sides. Hey, hey, one side's your winner. And that's Virginia. This is the boat. Uh, this is the one time you're using both sides. Like really, yeah, man? That's the wrong one. Like, can't we do this in a different? Uh, Virginia's for lovers, and now champions. In a cavalier way, maybe. Mm, yes, like these Cavaliers or, didn't need LeBron. We, they just needed La Hope. Oh no. Can we? Can we all admit? Tony Bennett sings at the top of the charts, or something like that. Oh, um, Blue Eyes now has. That's not. Oh, bl- he's not. Oh, Blue Eyes. Can we, can we admit that, that my Oops. tweet that I sent out that I used uh, Dicky from uh, <laughs> the Fighter beating Sugar Ray uh, in this in this instance UMBC is Dicky. Uh-huh. Did you see the movie The Fighter? I did not. Okay, so Mickey Ward's older brother Dicky, who's now a crackhead. Yes. Uh, Knocked Sugar Ray Leonard down in a fight. He boxed him 10 years prior. Okay. But they're saying he might have even slipped. But he gave one of the best boxers of all time a little bit of hell. Okay. Right? So now, whenever his brother's fighting and Sugar Ray's like commentating in a nice tux and suit at the press afterwards, Dickie's like, Hey, remember me, man? Miss Sugar Ray? Hey, yeah. I knocked him down, didn't I, Ma? Didn't I knock him down? And he's just like living on that for the rest of his life. Mm-hmm. Will UMBC become that? Virginia wins the national title. They're like, yeah, remember what we did? Do we still love it? Or do we no. find it to be like, okay, let no, it go. No, UMBC, look, we don't care about your school anymore. Well, you UMBC, to, their social to. media has been pretty good in regards yeah, to that. Uh, but that's what you're hanging your hat on as a program, your social media, then that's cute. Well, that and... Uh, what do you, they're a small program. What do you want from them, Travis? I want them to shut up and move out of the way for the big boys. The big boys are back. That's what's happened. Yeah. And they have moved out of the way, and they still do a good job. Of not intruding, but making you aware of what they accomplished. I wish Sister Jean the would take a page out of that book. The only time it's ever happened. Sister Jean needs to take a page it's out of that book. The only time it's ever happened. Do we need to talk about had she not transferred out after two years, Red Star Fox was on the way to leading five categories all time for the UMBC Retrievers UMBC? Volleyball Team. Yes, that's right. 
Do we need to dis you want to break that down? So this oh. is why Travis has an okay. That's what now it, it makes more yeah. sense. Thanks, thanks. That's Thank right. You. Thank you. Thank you for bringing it up, Chris. Shout so out to Red Star you Fox. Can clarify what I'm owning watching. Baltimore for two years. No, yeah. look at me. We were on the TV one time. Look at us. <laughs> we're on the TV. Well, what if it's uh? What if Jim Nance goes and during Confederate History Month, <laughs> the South will <laughs> rise again. Oh. Virginia wins the title. What do you think? No? I really like this comment from Jason in the Facebook thing, only because I like the reference. Here's a Nancyism. Texas Tech has made it to the big game tonight. By the way, does anyone remember Tech from the real world Hawaii? <laughs> that <will probably> any any <laughs> reference probably, to Tech from real world Hawaii? I will probably in, get I'm a reference for. tonight. That I'm absolutely here. was. Do you remember Amaya? No. Oh, I do. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah you do. Her. Yeah, I do. With yeah, tech, I, would, I, I was thinking of... Uh, think, you think if we go to Vegas, I could meet her? Uh, if, mm, mm. Sorry, go ahead. Mm. By the beard of Chris, in reference to their coach. Oh, so okay. That's a good one. Zeus, uh, tech wins it. Something like that. The one I've always wanted was... Um, a technical performance. Yeah, technical could be involved, mm -hmm. most certainly. Uh Especially if their defense lives up to what it's capable of. Which is of. what I was going to use for Tech. I was going to say they can't defend their border, but they sure can defend the motion offense. Uh, the tech is the winner. Pre predators on the line. No. A little too far. Oh, sorry. <laughs> My bad, Predator. Um, I always wanted LSU to win it with Nance behind the mic because I always thought he could go oh, with one. Oh, no. That I really like. Which would be... I've got another one after you. If it's okay by you, LSU is the champion. Nice. I like it. Now, that's good. Now, that's good. That's the only reason I've ever wanted LSU to win is simply to hear... I would email Nance and say, use this. <laughs> use, use this, damn it. Use this. I know this is your week. This I know is, this yeah. is Final Four yeah. into Masters for you, but use this. Yeah, this is true. What do you got? Just like their agricultural and applied economics program. <laughs> Texas Tech now leads the way. <laughs> I, t I Googled Texas Tech major. Jesus Christ. They're, they're big in animal science. Where are you getting yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they have a player named Culliver. So I was going to use that one and go, Culliver travels to the champion trip. Yeah, oh, that's, that's all right. Except it's Culver. Damn it. Just <laughs> like their petroleum engineering majors. Oh, boy. Texas Tech oh. gassed out Virginia. Oh, I like that. That would be funny if Nance got real specific with, <laughs> yes. just, with her. Where why they excel tech. academically. Yeah. Right. I think that's important, and it should highlight that. Uh, I always do like, and I haven't. Just like their Asian influences in the engineering Ooh, department, no, no. they now lead the way. Oh, here we go. They are the Red Raiders. I guess you can say they're the captains now. Mm, I don't like that. Seeing red, maybe something like yeah, that maybe. pops up. Yeah. Seeing um, red like your camera. Did you see? Yes. Did you see um, Auburn lost to Virginia? Yep. On a, uh, a little bit of a controversy. Controversy there. at I, the end. A little foul call at three-point line. Yeah, I have a, the final seconds of that game. Very then hectic. And I have some reaction. Let's too. take a quick video of this. It's, it's pretty entertaining. We heard from Gene Steratore about this one earlier in the closing seconds. Gene? Yeah, Jim. Uh, uh, as Todd Jerome is bringing the ball up the court, he accidentally bumps the ball, as we can see, off of his back foot. Now, it's not touched the defender. He then repossesses this ball with both hands. That, that is what the dribble, kids would call a double dribble. The decision to dribble again, which by rule is a double dribble. Uh, wow. It's a tough judgment play, you know. And if hey, somebody, no, it's, if it's a double dribble. It's, ball it's, ball it's, it's like it's a bang-bang play. It's right in front of the ref, and he missed it. It was in front of the ref. 
Well, they got the lob. Looking, looking. It's Guy from the corner. From the wind. Hold on. Hold on. Did I hear a whistle? Wow. Yes, you did. So. They are inside of a football stadium, so I gave them the benefit of the doubt on that one. It, they are playing where the Minnesota yeah. Vikings play football, and it's about 70,000 people in the stadium right So now. Kyle Guy gets fouled on that three-point shot, goes on to hits three free throws, and Virginia wins. You heard the whistle. Not all Auburn fans heard that whistle. Oh, this is, so, this is the best now, part. There, there's a couple of things here. There's an element of fans in Auburn, Alabama, didn't hear the whistle, and also fans within the stadium didn't hear the whistle. Yeah, now, said 70,000, you're playing inside uh, – what is it, Bank of America? No, it's a U.S. Bank Stadium, I believe. And that's where the Minnesota Vikings, brand new stadium built th- less than two years ago. Gorgeous facility, but it's, again, 70,000, 80,000 people inside to watch basketball. Now, first, let's go to Auburn, Alabama, where they began to celebrate. Oh, no. You idiot. You, uh, you got, you, they got what you deserve, because you all are dressed like morons. And I'm sure. And then they get the news. Oh, oh, oh no. is he crying? Oh, oh the punch the air. Ah. Oh, oh, that's me. That's now, hold me. on. Time out. Quiet introspection. Look, this is so stupid. This is stupid on several levels. Didn't Auburn win the national championship in football like five years ago? So there's <laughs> Auburn football school, you elite should. football school. They have had some of the best talent in the world come out of that school. Home of Bo Jackson. Home of Charles Barkley. So this is a school that's used to success. Their traditions lead you to believe they're used to success. They're not normally a basketball school. So the fact that they got this far is very impressive, especially when their head coach is Bruce Pearl, which means most of those wins are going to be vacated here in the next three years anyway. Boy, our boy KFB just lights up Pearl all over the place, and I kind of love it. Uh, if we're going to be honest, Pearl is a <clears throat> snitch. But that's a story for an entirely different day. Fact is... I don't understand. Don't people shouldn't you be watching the game like all the way through? Because that foul was called, and like no one on the court celebrated for Auburn at least. And in fact, I think you see a few of the Auburn players put their hands up behind their head immediately, realizing that there was a whistle. And Auburn called. Uh, Auburn was up two. Auburn was up mm-hmm. two. So and Kyle got all, all three. three onions nailed them all. Onions, white boy. You know he's going to nail all three. Come on now. Well, you think if you're in the arena, the stadium rather, you should probably. You should know, know what's, what's going, going on, on right? Here's, here's an Auburn fan who was later asked to leave. Oh, boy. Let's effing go. And he's now realizing that, hey, pal, you didn't win. He kicked over some chairs. Nice uh, bald gentleman in a suit. Is Oh, they're getting physical. Is he grabbing the... Is that Michael Smirkanish, by the way? Was that him tossing him out of the stadium? He put some uh, He put some hands on him, didn't he? I'm talking about the fan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, if I'm that security guard... That's why you don't serve alcohol at college sporting events. Hey. Hmm. No Illinois football's doing that next yeah, year. Yeah, I saw that. A lot of yeah, people reminded smart. me about that. That is yeah. Sorry. <laughs> They're going to be like, hey, fix all of Illinois' economic problems. Yeah, could happen. Uh, they're going to legalize pot. They're selling beer at football games in college. Oh, they're on the, uh, they're on the plan to recovery. How awesome was that, though? How, how about that guy this morning at work? What? I'm sure there's some conversations <laughs> with the folks at HR about that one, right? <laughs> Boy, you don't want to be that. Oh, that's the thing. Like, it. you don't want to oh, be yeah. that guy. Like, and I get it. Look, the, the, if the day ever comes 
that Mizzou ends up in a national championship or a Final Four. I would yeah, imagine I would Final Four first. Get let's there go first. Final Four. Yeah, yeah. that's fair. Yeah. So if Mizzou were to ever show up in a Final Four, I would probably have. I would be close. I wouldn't say I would go that far, but I would be. What if Mizzou gets to a Final Four? You're in the stadium and they lose like that. So not only getting there, but then they lose like that. To get I there. would be like, oh, so like everything, Mizzou. Yeah. I would not be I'm devastated. Sure you'd be reasonable. No, I would not be reasonable, but I think a lot of us would do what we've been raised to do, and that's just immediately let it hate crush, ourselves. Let it and crush you inside. Let it crush and you figure inside. Figure out why you're the reason. Why I specifically, and then begin to blame everything in life for Mizzou being cursed. Just yeah. think, like you, could, like the whole, yeah, cursed, you know, yeah. like that. You could have tripped thing. Ricky Clemens on campus at one point and and ended all this. I remember specifically playing basketball with some of the Mizzou players in the rec center, which and they which would year? go, oh two oh three. Oh, right then. Okay. Yeah, so that was a good Missouri. And some of the Ricky Paulding types would come into the gym. They would play around. But I was conscious. I always knew you guys are going to be that team that's going to get this team far. So even when they played, I made sure they did not get hurt. I would I wouldn't that's cross what, them up as much. I wouldn't, oh, wouldn't dunk cross on them. Oh, okay. I wouldn't like I wouldn't like, I like sometimes I let them get the rebound just so they can feel good uh -huh. about themselves. I did what I could. I didn't box out too hard. I didn't like I didn't always call a foul. Like, you know what? Would, you didn't do it as Travis. Earl used to say, Kenneth Brown, rump roasted. Yeah, Travis. I would do that. I would do some little jelly underneath the basket, okay. do underneath under but I wouldn't do that to them because I was like, I don't want you guys to get hurt. You guys are keys. Well, no one success. believes anything that Travis mm -hmm. is saying. Oh, boy. I saw that with football players. Do scrappy um, heroes from, I guess, high school. Yeah. If football guys would come, and a lot of those football guys are Division One talent, basketball too, come and play at the rec, they would have to stop after like three games because dudes would like take their knees out and stuff. I'm talking very real. And I was like, do you not understand? Like, there's not a football field separating you two. This six foot seven, two hundred forty pound guy can just throw you through a wall right now. It did get to a point. It was where really weird. It really got really serious, and I think that's why a lot of the athletes stopped coming to the rec. Who did Mizzou lose to the Elite Eight? UConn. The, UConn, right? Used to, to be. UConn, and they lost to Arizona. That was Mizzou's. That, that was Demari Carroll shining. The, they lost the to the UConn Arizona one? team with uh, Damon Stoudemire and uh, Mike Bibby. In the nineties. Yeah. Okay, so that wasn't the one that was in San Jose then. No, right? the one in San Jose, I think you're thinking of, is that was when UConn? we lost to U UConn. UConn. Because that I, was Hashim to be, and who was the guard? I remember. Was it Kemba Walker, or is that? It wasn't, I don't think it was Kemba. At least, it may have been Kemba. I can't, was I don't it, believe it, it was Kemba, though. Whoever, it was, like, UConn was very good that year. I remember they won. Mike Kelly's call for them winning the Sweet 16, and that's the only reason I'm trying to remember. What did he say? It was, uh, do you know the way to San Jose? Nice. Quinn Snyder does. And that's how I, I always remember that one is. Okay, I don't even, I always try, after trying to remember who they played, I know where it was played just right. because I remember Quint, or, uh, Mike Kelly's call. That was a good team that year. That year, that was when they beat Calipari, Tyreek Evans, and Memphis to make it to the uh, Elite Eight. And I believe Marcus Dimon hit a half-court shot from each Shut Jesus. up, fam. And that was one of the coolest moments of, uh, in the history of ever. You know what else is cool? What is that, Chris? Great real estate partners. Oh, boy. Tommy Bannister played Hey, basketball. that's Tommy Bannister from Circuit Properties. Is that him? It is. Oh, my God. He looks so young. Do you want me to give you an email that you can use if you'd like to use Tommy to buy or sell your You know what? Home? I just opened up my first email this weekend. Gmail, so I would 15 love... years old. I know. Oh, well. Oh, is it really? Oh, 
Oh, boy. <laughs> That'll be your next poll question tomorrow. <laughs> Lazy ass. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> Tom Bannister, Realtor for Circa Properties. Contact him today, 314-393-5386. Tom.Bannister at CircaSTL.com. Circa Properties right here in St. Louis, Missouri. Listen, if you're trying to buy a house, trying to sell a house, you want a trusted partner who's going to be able to walk you through the process and somebody who knows the entire St. Louis market as a whole. That's Tom Bannister, realtor for Circa Properties, wonderful partner of ours. Cannot say enough good things about him. Support him because he supports us. Guys, let's take a quick break. Travis, there was some WWE news over the weekend. Oh, I, yeah. I want to get into part of this at least because uh, something happened with Bret Hart and a UFC fighter saved the day. So don't you worry. We'll get into plenty of that. we got Fair Foul coming up next hour. Lots to get to with the Great American Race. Chris Gardner, maybe we'll even try and zero in on your uh, red light special. Who knows? Maybe we'll keep it. I don't know. Let's check it out. Quick break and we are live. We'll be right back.